songs. Three songs. My father! Three songs. It's three songs. We're back! Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. Bobby Mike. It's minus three, it's minus three. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. Hello and welcome. Oh, I love that song. I love that's, that song. That's the second. Oh, I love that song. Lots of technical difficulties. Uh, that was just me not. Well, you know, we attention. are a bit rough around the edges. We are. It's been a little while. We're back at it, though. It's what episode eighty, I think, right? Well, last time we were, yeah, eighty, and last time we were celebrating the releases of the. Uh, the release of the new Purple Mountain stuff. Well, the the announcement. I don't. I don't even know if there's a, a, a release date yet. But uh, we broke that news. I don't either, to be honest. We like, broke that news. Delaying it, and then now we have like uh, a little interesting uh, perspective on that whole equation. Is that uh, two of my bandmates from Pavement have decided to put out records around the same time? Ooh, well, we'll 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 get to that. Let's 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 uh, do a little bit of. Uh, so it's the January twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen edition, episode eighty. You're Bob Nastanovich. I'm Mike Hogan. This is Three Songs Pod. It's Pegasus World Cup Eve. Pegasus World Cup down at Gulfstream Park. Do you care about that event? Uh, a little bit. I mean, you know, I don't know. Did you handicap the card? Not yet. Not really. Me neither. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're not playing tomorrow because Gulfstream's one of your uh, one of your big winners in 2018. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I have the time. But that's not All what right, this well, is yeah. about. Time's always an issue. That's right. Time is an issue. And all I care about is they're racing at Shelton tomorrow. Uh-huh. Over the jumps, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, let's dive in. Let's start it off right away. What do you got? I'm going to play something from 1980. I'm going to play something that probably, in this day and age, could never have been released. Let's play it. Um, you probably know it, and then let's talk about it. This is uh, 19, let's hope so. 19, 1980. This is a, this is a fun one. Get your dancing shoes on. We'll kick it off right. Uh, bow wow wow. Umo right. sex al Apache. I think you know this one. If not, have fun. Here you go.
big medicine, Bob. Bow wow wow. You know you know them, right? You on mute, Bob? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to unmute myself. <laughs> that was so aggro that you know I never knew when that was going to end. It is aggro. It's fun, tribal. So so that was 1980. You know, Bow Wow Wow, of course, best known for their cover of I Want Candy. Yeah, very well known for that. Huge yeah. MTV hit. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And Where were they from? Somewhere in England, right? Yeah, so so they're also, uh, I guess, secondarily best known for being the band that um, Malcolm McLaren managed after the Sex Pistols. He basically put Uh-oh. them put them all together. Uh, got the band and then found somehow. So they were fa- a business strategy. Yeah, exactly. Somehow found Annabelle Lewin, who was the lead singer. And of course, if you remember that uh, I Want Candy video, you'll probably remember her rolling around in a bikini on the beach. Uh, vaguely, Mike. Well, vaguely. Well, anyway, so, so, so that song, Almost Sex Alapache, she was singing that when she was 15. You know, and in Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean by like Procosity was on her side. Procosity was on her side, but of course it was a, a packaged uh you know So weird to think about music that way. Well, yeah. I mean Malcolm McLaren, I think after the Like sex, putting bands together, like with a plan. Like, right, right. And and thought he wanted I mean as a as a record as a record company executive. <laughs> <laughs> as a yeah, pair of record company tip. executives, yeah, no. right. And you at little brother, right. like, uh, and you at brokers, basically tip. anything, it, yeah, anything that came to our doorstep, like we're just like, yeah, your music's great, we'll put it out, right, right. We're not, we're not architecting, um, yeah, exactly. We're not building bands, yeah, but uh, but it's it's I've just tried a few times, but it like it never worked. It out. doesn't, it doesn't work. It's just weird to think a fifteen-year-old girl singing these songs and kind of being, you know, I mean, openly sexualized, but at the same time, like, if you step back, like, the music holds up. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know her Over take. time. Over like, time, what yeah. She, I mean, that's a fun song. What about song. she's doing now? I, I don't know, but she's about she's about your age, maybe a couple years older. You're a few Thank years you. older than yeah. me, so it's just weird to think that that was in 1980, and, uh, you know... I wasn't, I was, what was I in 1980? I was maybe in fourth grade, you know, but she's not that much older than me. God bless her. Yeah. So. I hope she's sitting around, but actually she couldn't be. Well, who knows? She might be asleep. Yeah. You know, we're, it's, she's in the UK. It's a little late here on the East Coast. It's a little less late in Des Moines, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's like always late here because there is no sun. <laughs> and it's minus five. What do you got, Bob? What are you going to start with? You go with Royal Trucks, Rayovac off their 1995 Trucks. album. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, let's play and then we'll talk. Yeah.
Gotta love songs about batteries. Yeah, sure. I love Royal Trucks. I haven't listened Gee, to them in really? years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, uh, it made me, knowing that you were going to play Royal Trucks made me look back and think, what are some of my favorite Royal Trucks songs? Wow. Yeah. I'm, I can only name 10 myself. Really? Like, uh, yeah, because, like, uh, I mean, to be quite frank, like, I spent a lot of time around them, you know, like, I played a bunch of shows with them. Yeah. Well, it wasn't always a pretty sight, mate, you know. Well, but you, I mean, it, that's all beside the point, like, uh, they were, um, I think they were kind of legendary for being. A they bit... still are. I mean, they're very active. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, they're supposed to tour this year. Well, I think they I think clean they... clean things up quite a bit, right? I well, mean... they started up things like on Drag City Records. Like they're yeah. the first ever on Drag City. Yeah. But they were, I mean, they were complete. Like I remember they were just an absolute mess. I saw them once. And it was like they could barely hold it together. And and the stories about the kinds of intoxicants that they were consuming, uh, you know, and, and this was all third hand. I didn't see it up close. So I, I don't know. Maybe it was it was uh, exaggerated. Maybe it wasn't. Well, I saw it second hand, and I didn't really care. Right. You know, on many nights. But, like, uh, I always got along very well with uh, Jennifer. Yeah. No, yeah, no problems with her. They were no. they were always intimidating to me. It was like they were like they're scary. They're yeah, scary. They were. When they come out of the uh, pussy galore camp. Yeah, you know, you know so, so, Kim and Thurston were a little intimidating. Neil and Jennifer were even more intimidating. Um, but they made some good songs. And you know, I love maybe if if you'll indulge me, maybe I'll play one of my favorite songs of theirs. Uh, oh, definitely go for it. Go for it. Play the trucks. I guess like you know they. I guess they're considering some sort of tour this year and like. Nice. Who knows what's going on? Like Jennifer's got a great band called Black Bananas. Nice. I didn't even realize. Which, I know. I know Neil. Great, great, great band name. You know, Howling Hex. Neil's still doing yeah, his thing. Neil. Neil's always you know. But yeah, I mean they they just they just had this. That one you played was a little bit. I more actually upbeat. like I've spent enough time in, around him to know that like I don't really know that guy. Yeah, and like he would never really give me the time of day, which is fine because like that's the way. I guess that's the way it works. Like if no one's really get, willing to give me the time of day, I'm not going to give them the time of day either. It's you know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I, I care more about the Cheltenham eight fifteen tomorrow. You know. <laughs> I understand. Well, I'll play. So it's just like one of those things, you know, like, uh, but like uh, from the Drag City Invitational, which is like in 93 onwards, like Doug Jennifer, Ryan Murphy from who was in a great band on Drag City called Mantis. Right. I remember Mantis. Yeah. And he was a drum for them for a long time. And uh, my good friend, Mike Fellows, who played. And Shudder to Think, mm-hmm. yep, he played with them for a while. I know a lot of people that played with them. And I, in fact, you know, Deb Pastoreau tour managed Pavement many times, so would tour manage them. Well, I mean, you were I label mean, mates. It's like, well, you know, working with a rambling wreck. You were... I mean, I clearly remember one show in Oklahoma City that was like, it's actually a really funny moment, which I'll never forget. Like, uh, they showed up really 
late and like you know they're supposed to show up and go up and then they demanded a sound check and like neil was out of his mind and it was memorable for me because i was like i thought we were just gonna have to like play like a two-hour set so i think we're gonna have like an opening band <coughs> and uh he said, I need, I need to do a sound check because I need to check out the way that I sound. Which was like the best answer I've ever <laughs> heard for a sound check. So I got to give him credit for that. Because like, isn't that what it's all about? Because like, I've done like the money, many, obviously I'm not a musician. So like I don't really ever need a sound check. But like. <laughs> Usually, it's, yeah. isn't it about like how hearing how the room <laughs> sounds? But I, I like <laughs> he, he's got to check it's out. It's just so here. weird, like uh, sound checks. Like yeah. some bands take them really seriously. I mean, like they, you can practice songs during them, but like in my entire experience in a band, like <clears throat> they allow you a half an hour, but like the uh, excuse my cough, it's I'm not well. So cold here, Winter. I never go outside. But yeah. um, in my history, like in in playing rock shows, like a sound check never should ever last more than eight minutes. No, no, I hear you. Well, let me play. Let me play my one of my favorite songs by Royal Trucks. This is from their Cats and Dogs record. Came out on Drag City. I think it was '93. Uh, maybe you know this one. If you only know 10 songs, I hope you know this no, one. No, I know more, but, like, uh, at the same time, like, Strike City Brethren, like, they kicked it off, like... Yeah, they were... They pa- were uh, pavement old, was right behind them. Right, yep. I mean, when I think of Drag City... a very City, formidable label. When I think of Drag City, I think of Royal Trucks and Pavement. Simple as that. Wow, you are old. Yeah, I am old. <laughs> and Dude, we, they got like a uh, circuit to you now. I like, know. Uh, I know. They've had Azita. You ever listen to Azita? No, no. You have to play him for me sometime. But... I got to play Azita Yusefi. She's okay. a badass. But All right. Like... Let's. We'll we'll do it. But first, Royal Trucks. This is this one's called Up the Sleeve. I just love the beautiful harmonies from Neil and Jennifer on this one. Here you go. Mm. Yeah. 
Cats and dogs, Bob. Yeah, and fantastic. Up the sleeve. I just love it. It's just this, like, it almost sounds like it's going to fall apart at any moment. It's this kind of beautiful, like, drugged out harmony song that just, it just gets me every time. I don't know. I imagine it was recorded sober. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well... Like this podcast. Like this so, podcast. Um, some more so sober you, than others. So, you, so you're like a Royal Trucks fan? Uh, you, back in the day, yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't listened. I don't even know the ones after that came after Drag City much. Uh, well, there's only been one. Yeah. Uh, well, so, it's kind of controversial. Like they left Drag City and signed with Fat Possum. Like, not that I care, but yeah. like. Well, but didn't wasn't no, my there business one, to care? You wasn't know there I mean? one that was a Drag City one that, would, but it was distributed by a major label? Maybe I'm wrong. I maybe I'm forgetting. I don't know. I I really know. Who knows? Who really knows? I know, you know the third 
you know, I know Twin Infinitives. Um, I know the first album. I know Twin Infinitives. I know the, the self-titled third album, and I know Up the Sleeve. and Or not Up the Sleeve, um, Cats and Dogs, which is what that song comes from. Um, you know it's much or more than I do. But I didn't really... I didn't really get in. I don't know Accelerator that well. I don't know. Th- was it Thank You? Is that another one? Yeah, uh, that's the one that uh, Rayovac's on. Yeah. Um, I don't really know too much after Cats and Dogs because I heard a little bit of it and um, it just didn't grab me immediately. And so I just never really got into it for whatever reason. But yeah, I, I was a fan. Because you'd like to be grabbed immediately. I, 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 you know, I, I think at the time... One I, thing I, I wondered about, like, earlier today, like, it took me a second to remember the band, like, uh, you and, like, a, a bunch of other people that I know were really into an album by, by a great band Yeah. called Shopping. Sure. Oh, from, yeah. New. New band. Yeah. 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 And, like... For some reason, like, did it show up like in anybody's lists at the end of the year? That oh, kind of blew my mind because I thought lists. like shopping was like the band of spring. I know it's the, obviously the best or everywhere, but like, yeah, I mean, we, I don't mean to shift gears or anything. No, but, it's like, that's a it's a fine gear shift actually. Um, I mean, like shopping and Goat Girl, like the Brighton scene got overlooked. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's uh, for this podcast, but maybe soon. I'll play some of the songs I really liked from 2018, and a lot of them did not get attention. I mean, the the the, the well, songs. Obviously, the best did. Well, but now, but the thing is, like a lot of these best of 2018 lists, they're great. It, it it was a lot of the same songs or a lot of the same bands. You know, I mean, between all the different publications and their top albums, it was. Like the same twenty showing up in the top thirty or forty for for what all of that. What is that? What does that affect? Uh, it's a kind of like, group. It's a, like it's a group thing. We poop. We poop in journalists. Well, some of it. I mean, like technically, by doing this music podcast, like we're being music journalists. It's yeah, I guess so. But I mean, you know what it is is there's there's a few things that I think, and and this is a bit of a ta- a tangent and a, a diversion. That's so, okay. It's um, okay. I think I think some of it is. The PR machine, which you and I are completely outside of, like I don't know. Always, what, I don't Pretty know what I'm always. supposed like, to like. E- even including in my days in a rock band. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to like, but um, but I think I think if you're a rock journalist and if you're in a certain group or publication, there's this sense that this is like the hot hype record and I'm supposed to like this. Whether or not that means you do is is kind of beside the point, but there's enough that do that they end up on these lists. Um, so, right. So some That's of it is weird. that. It's a weird angle in, though. It's yeah. like horse racing. Yeah. It, it is. Well, it like really is. It's racing, like the record's all there. So. It's, it's, you know, it's funny you say that. It's almost like a paramutual market for uh, music journalism because there's this it's sense. it's way smaller. Like, it's a way smaller thing because, like, horse racing, the record is there. Yeah, well, I mean, so it justifies horse of the year. I, I guess, but I mean, I'm thinking of it in terms of like, you know, you think about it from the standpoint of everybody. Really, we really have in common is horse racing. <laughs> well, and music. I mean, they would like it. I mean, like a lot of things, but like the only thing that we can both like completely understand, like like 
it was like you can understand why all the Eclipse Award winners won the other day. Well, Sure, sure. It's a little more objective, you know. I mean, the best album. Way more objective. Like yeah. music's like way more objective. So is art. Yeah. The the of any kind. The best album of the year. You know, I mean, a lot of it has to do with with exposure. Who got who who got their record out in front of enough uh, listeners? And that's the thing is like, it's like the Oscar awards or something. Well, you know, I mean, and even that's a little different because the the pool of of movies is going to be way smaller than the pool of records and so te- oh, yeah. 10 15 years from now when we're thinking back to the best record records of 2018 some of them may be ones that we never even heard in 2018 because like lucy arnell anyways any right 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 exactly like they yeah. they just they didn't have the foothold completely overlooked completely they didn't overlooked. have the pr poll they didn't have they the ability like jag jag you are like yeah well matador like snail mail or something right you know right you know i mean and so i want to play some of those in a future show i mean I, I, some of them are bigger ones that got maybe a little overlooked that i think are worth talking about some are much smaller i really like but the great thing about it you is as you you already have like well i you know so have i to a certain extent but like uh yeah you, you're, like you're you're playing you know, new stuff with all due respect your fingers on the pulse mate yeah well i i try i mean and i try and keep it diverse i try and keep it diverse in terms of genres in terms of uh genders in terms of years in terms of all of that so um you know, just Lord this. knows both of us are both pro diversity, and that's why I'll go to France right now. Go to France. Let's go to France. Uh, from the uh, 2016 album Mona. Okay. I'd like to play Emily Louise O. O Sombra.
J'ai vu dans la rivière couler des galets plats, des pierres toutes rondes et même la terre parfois se noie. Je nage dans une sombre où il y a longtemps déjà on coulait les décombres d'un vieux navire de bois. like ghosty in the fade out there yeah ghosty's in the ghost is in a, on a bark fest so uh tell me about her emily loiseau oh, i stumbled upon her i stumbled yeah. upon her hey ghost. come big boy come <laughs> on the big like he's coming in the big boy you haven't seen him in a while corgi huh? party he hasn't been on the show in a while no he's back like this is his kind of weather he's <laughs> like a polar bear he's basically a canine eskimo pop yeah. Nice. I mean, he's yeah, he's like yeah, exactly. He's like a little polar bear. He's relentless. He just grabbed this giant frozen ball that I can't toss to him properly. <laughs> he's like a like he's like. Can you imagine being a five year old dog? That you know, be, like so of, full of vigor, like right, like like so relentless. Like, I mean, every time I look at him, like I think I haven't felt that good in like at least thirty years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I but know, it was Emily I, Louis, uh, I, know I was exactly like, uh, I don't know what I was doing about a month ago. I was like traveling through France, like uh, here in Des Moines. It might even have something to do with the fact that like Des Moines is like French for like, you know, the monks or something. And uh, who knows? So I stumbled upon her and I bought one of her records, which is very little on vinyl. Okay. It's like a French artist. She's like a prodigy. Like she's been playing since she was five. Like some sort of weird, freaky genius. But so like I just love the sound. Very groovy. Current. Yeah, I mean, kind of current. Like she's doing stuff. She's like, uh, she's great. 
she on a major label? She on a. But uh, keep in mind, like on Tuesday night, like uh, I don't even I don't even know what she's on, but like some sort of I don't I have no idea okay. about the business. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot, but like that's okay. But uh, I was playing it the other night on a Tuesday because I, I host a quiz on Tuesday night at Truman's Pizza Pub yeah. here in Des Moines if anybody wants to come out. Okay. Good quiz. Yeah. Actually, I said send you the quiz and see how many you get right. All right. Test me. Because I guarantee you could win every week, buddy boy. Yeah, you think? What's the What's the topic? Well, there's a no. It's all like an odd spray. General. Potpourri. I mean, yeah, potpourri, but it's kind of themed like... Okay. You know, I'm not going to bore you with, like, the details of my quiz, but, like, so anyways, Lisa Burner from Odd Pets, okay. one of my rock and roll heroes, yeah. she was over here, and she's like, turn this shit off and put on Ultra Magnetic MCs, you know. <laughs> you know, so, so that'll, you know, uh, that'll give you a feel. Um, I'm, uh, I'm looking her up a little bit. She looks like she released some records on Polydor France. So, you know, fairly big in, in fiction, uh, V2. Which so is kind of a big deal, Mike, she, you know. Like, she seems to be kind of a big deal. Well, Kind of a big deal. I yeah, I, uh, I like that song. I'll, I'll check out more of her. So, I mean, I, the vinyls that I bought, the vinyl I bought was good, uh, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm going to play it. i got to DJ a lot. In early March, I'm doing a tour. Nice. We'll yeah, doing to, a tour with Lucy Arnell. We'll have we to hide on the that. show. Yeah. The aforementioned uh, Odd Pets. Yeah. And I got Crooked Taurus, uh, one of the best bands here in this great city of Des Moines. Are you are you coming out my way? No, nah, no, nah, we're all Midwest. Mm. Hopefully, we make it around. You yeah. know what I mean? Like uh, we're hoping for a warming trend in early March. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm but right you know, there what with do you. you? Do? I'm right there with you, hoping hoping for a warming trend. When your when your buddy Elliot was here, it was like 45. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, that guy's he's gonna win the AHC. Yeah, he he will. He he's my pick too. I'll put twenty dollars on him. All right. Because you got you got future book on him. Right? You might we might get one fifty to one. But what do you got next? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you know what? He I'll might do? be the only person who listens to this podcast. <laughs> he might be. That's right. Mm. Um, you know, I, he I, says that we need to like, you know, make our music like more because he's a Motown guy. He is a Motown guy. I know. Yeah. I know. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I play some Motown every now and then. Uh, mm. he, he'll tell me he's like, yeah, I like that one. Not so much that one, but I like that one. Uh, I don't know yeah, if he's gonna he's find a good much. Guy. He is a good guy. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's gonna find much on this show. He'll like, but we'll see. He'll listen Just to it. Just win the AC, man. Just yeah. win the AC, Elliot. Do it that's for right. us. That's right. Because it, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a band. You you went back to kind of a label mate from the early '90s. I'm gonna play a band. I did do that. Yeah, I um, did do. The, these were Royal fi- Trucks. Royal Trucks. That's right. This was a band that I knew in the early '90s in San Francisco when I w- went to school in the Bay Area. I actually put out a seven inch of theirs, and they were on the Minutemen compilation that I did. Here we go. Our band could be your life. Um, Little I didn't, brother. I didn't release either of these or any of these songs. Uh, I'm not going to play any of the songs that I released. Um, but they're they're a you band. You can do. You can. Do. I can. Maybe maybe a different show. We'll do a back label, it up. label okay. feature. You can back um, it up. 
it'll probably be we'll we'll do a, a broker's tip little brother label feature. It will be our least listened to episode ever, but um but we can still No, who cares about stuff. listeners? Um this is a band called Corduroy and in the early 90s they were a San Francisco band in the early 90s um you know I have to say like I spent a lot of time listening to bands like Sebado and you know prior even prior to Nevermind Nirvana and sure. pa- Pavement and um all these other indie rock bands I listened to Corduroy probably as much as any of them, and I think had they had the opportunity and had they been able to get with the right producer and recorded uh, and had things fall in the right way, they could have been absolutely huge because... They are, you, are you in touch with these guys? Uh, you know, I haven't stayed in touch with them. I think the, the bassist is the guy I knew the best. Um uh, Mike Weisberg, I think, is his name. Um, night, really, really nice guy. The, the guitarist and singer is a guy named Wade Driver, who was actually in the Hickoids, an Austin band, kind of cowpunk band for a little while. Right, um, great band, yeah, great band. Yeah, um, so, got so three they, of their seven inches, like they, they, literally they, twelve feet away. They've got a little bit of a twang to them, um, but they're they're just they're all the twang. They're a really, really, really good band. They were amazing live. They were really good songs, um, and you know, I think if the cards had fallen slightly differently, they they would have been. So, how do you feel like? How would you compare them to Pinback? A much Pinback's much more laid back. Okay, much more. So they're fiendish. They're grimly fiendish. Yeah, much more laid back. Uh, I'll well, play, hit us! Hit us! I'll, I'll play a song. Maybe I'll even end with a second play, one. Yeah, yeah. Follow I, it with one of yours. Yeah. I, well, I, I'm not going to play one of mine, but uh, but I'll, I'll play one, and then if you like it, maybe I'll play one later. But this is this one's called Half Mast. It's it's kind of mellower, but it you know it kind of goes mellow and then gets a little louder. But uh, it's, it's it's a good one. We can take it, Mike. Corduroy. Enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Here you go.
First of all, they had a, a worm wormer on guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Explain. Well, worm is like Jay Maskus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Right. So then there was like, uh, you've got like a huge Husker Du influence there. Yeah. Huge. Yep. Yep. I but mean, I, you know, with all due respect. For know. sure. For sure. Absolutely. They're like basically like the left coast version of like early to mid period Who's Could Do mixed with early to mid period Dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, w- what stands up for them is the songs, you know? Like. Well, I mean, I imagine like that song was great, but at the same time, it's like too easy to define. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I'm saying like it's like it's a fantastic listen. Like I'd rather listen to that than like half the songs on New Day Rising. But like, <laughs> should, you I, know. should I play another one right right back? I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Right back at yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I was maybe going to end with this one, but we'll 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 play this one. This one's called Just My Way. So it's, this okay. one's this one's a little heavier, and this one's. It's like, I mean, I love Lou and Jay, and like yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know. Him. For Matt, I'm gonna Lou a little bit. Yeah, but like, Lou's a nice guy. You... Remind me of early dinosaur. Okay, here we go. Just my been way. A lot of Husker Du elements. Just my way. This is Corduroy. We'll do one more. And I then... love Corduroy. Go yeah. on, Corduroy. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll play another one. Here you go. Tell me what you think.
Definitely dinosaur. Well, I mean, it's all mooled to me, like, but it's all beside the point. Your bass player did not get cheated in that recording. Your <laughs> bass player, buddy, I'll tell you that much. He was I just a wish, rumbling, I, I just was rumbling this, machine. I just but wish it like, was recorded better. It's it just all sounds like a big mush, you know. It like, sounds great to I, me, but like, I, I love that sound. Like, I it love it. It's been so fun to see that live when you were like 20 or something. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's that's absolutely. You're you're hitting it nail on the head right there. Yeah. Loved, fantastic. Loved it's like that band. for me when yeah. I was like whatever, same age, yeah. you know. Loved that band. Um, you know. Just they uh, different place, different time. They could have been much much bigger, but uh, you know, I mean, I think part Dude, of it it's was... All, I mean, it's, all, it's all weird. Wade, like, Wade the how guitarist... How come like, didn't pay any attention to them? Well, That's what I'm I, I think some of it, they shot themselves in the foot to some extent. Mm. You know, Wade was, was a bit of a... Uh, you know, I mean, he, he he was kind of a mess. He was a bit of a, a drinker, you, you know. Like, well, that wouldn't hurt Sub Pop. That's true, but, you know, I mean, they weren't... They were San Francisco, and they just were kind of not oh, really Frisco, in the, yeah. the same scene, you know? So, I don't know. Good band, though, for sure. Yeah, I'm happy that you celebrated them. Like, uh, I didn't mean to cut on them, like, no. or, or anything. But anyways, let's go to 2017, 18, 17, 18. I think Daughters. 2018, yeah, this is your... Daughters from Providence, like... Uh, Formerly a relentless heavy metal band. This is Daughters Less Sex. Okay.
daughters so that one's called less sex um i started with uomo sex alapache yeah providence there's sort of a sex theme going on here so tell me about daughters tell me about why you picked i don't know that much song. about them yeah that's yeah, they're from providence so so i'm familiar with ramsgate music hall yeah in england you, you saw them live no i've never seen them okay uh, I'm familiar with that record. But I was like wondering about this like uh, band that got celebrated last year, Idols. Oh yeah, sure. I played yeah. Idols on a yeah. On a so previous I thought show. like the Daughters album was better than the Idols album. Yeah, uh, you know that. So the Daughters album that that song was a little bit of a departure, I think, within the record. It, it, bear with me. Oh yeah, this. definitely. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's it's yeah. it's a little moodier. Um, it's a little mellower. Uh, I think of that record as almost like a goth-tinged version of Circus Lupus. Fantastic comparison. Which is not a bad thing, because I'm a big fan of Circus Lupus. In fact... For good reasons. I mean, I could could end with... I was not planning on... Being a fan of, like, W-Wax. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it's... You mean um, Mac McGann's band? Yeah. Yeah. Great band. Pre Super Chunk. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that that pumpkin song is is fantastic. Great song. Yeah. I have that seven. Maybe we should play that on the way out. Uh, I don't have it queued up, but uh, I could I could play it on a future show for sure. Let's talk about daughters. Daughters. Okay. So so yeah that that daughters that daughters album has actually gotten a lot of attention. That's been that's a record that's gotten 
on some of those lists that we were talking about for best album of the, of the year in 2018. Not that I've seen, but yeah. like, anyways. Uh, I've, I've seen a few. I don't know. It, it's, it's, I just keep seeing Snail Mail and Soccer Mommy. That's true. Snail Mail, Soccer yeah. Mommy, uh, Mitski. Mitski. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, there's one other I'm forgetting. But, there's tons. Yeah. There's tons yeah. of like rap things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, that's and that's all fine and well and everything. But you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, later soon soon. I'm sure it's really amazing. So, soon, nah, you know, I mean, it's it's good. I wouldn't call it amazing. Soon, soon we'll play some some stuff from Hopefully 2018. Purple Purple Mountains record of the new post Pink EP will be like amazing. Yeah, there you go. There you, you know go. what I mean. There's a feature, um, at least within the context of this show. It, that's true. We we have some work mm. to do, Bob. We have some work to do. We have a lot of work to do, man. Um, we can't change anybody. No, they're just okay. gonna love what they love. They're it's gonna okay. buy what they buy. We can't change a thing. But what are you gonna outro us with? Well, you tell me. You wanna so play some uh, Dame Evelyn? I was gonna play something mellower, but yeah, uh, yeah, keep it mellow. I was gonna play something mellow to 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 oh, put us. Oh, gonna mellow this thing out. To put us to bed, but you know, I mean, you made me think about Circus Lupus. Should I end with Circus Lupus or should I save that? It's pretty difficult. Oh, okay, I'll save it. I'll I'll save it. Future you show. You have Evelyn Glennie queued up. I do have Evelyn Glennie queued up. Um, One of the best musicians in the world by yeah. far. Should we, should we save that? I think I think you've played three. I mean, I guess I played. I threw in a Royal Trucks there. So I, I, if you if you count that, I played three. But I've I've brought two artists, right? Just mellow us out, man. I'll mellow us out. Okay, this is a band. They're a UK band. They were kind of out of place, out of time, early seventies, very mellow. They would have fit in well probably with what was going on in Southern California with the Neil Young kind of Jackson Brown vibe in the early 70s. But, I don't know about that vibe. Uh, no, but this... this, this uh, they Come they on had, now, just bring it. They had bring an album it. that was reissued last year, some recordings that were never released that were issued last year. They were produced by David Gilmore of Pink Floyd. Um, and it's just some beautiful stuff, which means nothing to me. It's okay. I mean, you 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 at least some are familiar with the name. Guy, you know. You're at least familiar with the name. Um, this yeah. Is a, this is yeah. a band called Unicorn. The collection of songs is called Laughing Up Your Sleeve. I'll play this one. It's called Sleep Song, which I think is a good way to end. I think you've mentioned Laughing Up Your Sleeve already tonight. Uh, I mentioned something close to that. Up the sleeve. Um, by uh, Royal Trucks, we played, but uh, mm. so so this is you know it's kind of a connection. You, so what in God's name is up your sleeve, Mike? I don't know, I don't know. But Little this, brother getting back together? No, no, no plans. That's for sure. All right. Um, How are the kids? How are the kids? They're good. They're good. Yeah, well, yeah. They're resting well. They're asleep, which is appropriate. So uh, this is Sleep Song, Unicorn. British band. Marie the Matriarch hit us. Yep. Yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, check it out. L- let me know what you think, and then we'll we'll, we'll cut it. Okay. Here you go. Enjoy. Oh, bring it on. Enjoy. Fucking hell. You know.
What do you think? Yeah, no, tell, tell me exactly what that was again. <laughs> so they're a British band from the early 70s. They released two or three records, I think. Um, and they they kind of fell flat. I think they were the wrong place. I mean, the sort of stuff that was coming out That's of That's your theme. That kind of is your theme. It, it sort of is. It sort of is. I mean, yeah. You think about what was what was happening in the like, like you are like seventy two, you know it was like mind of musical discovery. Led Zeppelin, you know I mean, what else was yeah, happening? Yeah, can't compete with that. Yeah, you know? I mean, it was it was uh, like I I think you can kind of hear pre punk pre punk obviously pre punk. Yeah, 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 but I mean that's just a beautiful song. Like, the name of a punk rock band from seventy two. Uh. Uh, from the UK? Anywhere. Well, I mean, the Stooges were around in 72. Right, okay, the Stooges. Okay, yeah. there you go. So, uh... Anyways, uh, that song reminded me of uh, The River of Water by Yolotenko. That's a classic. I mean, not really, because it's uh, actually a rip-off of Unicorn. <laughs> well, I don't, had they heard Unicorn, do you think? I imagine. Talk about an encyclopedist band. Good night, mate. All right. Good night. Good night. Thanks, Bob. Thank you.